Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you, folks, for tuning in today. I'm certainly glad to be able to share with you. I want to talk about something uh, the next four times that deals with something that I think all of us deal with, and it is anger. We all deal with anger. I've got to admit, in my family, we don't. We have not had anger issues. With my mother and father being amazing people, they just never had anger issues. Or my four, bro- three brothers, the four of us really haven't either. But yet, I'm around people that have anger issues all the time. And so are you. We run into that in stories. We run into it with neighbors. We run into it with other family members. We run into it even in the church, unfortunately. But... I want to hit that today. So let's have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. This is, Lord, another day that that we can make a difference in people's lives. And I pray, God, that you help us make a difference. And we would just trust you with all our heart, soul, and mind. Give me words of wisdom today and, and open your, the Lord, as we open your book, may it speak to our lives and heart. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, the issue of anger, you know, I've I've seen it and watched it. And, you know, I've, there's been some moments that I've uh, shared, which I'll probably share with you that I've had. But on the most part, anger, I'm pretty de- decent with that area. I hate to say that because then it'll start hitting me. But I've I've titled kind of this is kind of the the sermon uh, I've. I shared uh, in church about 10 or 11 years ago. It's called the cool down and uh, obvious reasons for that. If you go into the gym and you work out or if you're out running and take a little time that you always have to cool down because you're hot, you're sweaty. In fact, most of the time you don't just jump in the shower immediately because when you get out, you feel like you're kind of in a cold sweat. And the same principle is used in dealing with anger. So yeah, we'll talk about it for a few minutes. I asked how many of you, I you know, if you're listening today, how many of you got anger, angry at something this week? Probably most of you'd raise your hand at something. I imagine a good portion of the room would, uh, a good portion of the audience would raise their hands. I say the room because uh, I preach this at a message. So, you know, I've got to alter this a little bit. We get set off by the craziest things. Many of those, many of those things are everyday things that deal with, you know, maybe at the grocery store, uh, somebody treats you poorly or they're just not kind. And you get, you just kind of say, why would you do that? You're here to serve the community. You know, I get a little frustrated sometimes. We, I see dog walkers all the time. And you guys probably have that. My neighborhood, there, there are so many dog walkers. And most of them are awesome because they carry little baggies for the poo. And you know what? I'm glad they do because I don't like stepping in that when I'm mowing my lawn. But what gets me angry is when people don't uh, watch it. And you look out your window and you see a big dog come by and uh, leave you a present. It's not a fun thing. And you're all of a sudden you're drilling. You want to run out there and say, look, grab the bag. <laughs> so we need to recognize our anger. Many people don't even realize they have an anger issue because it's so ingrained in their system. It's just a part of who they are. Some of it came through their parents and their grandparents. They inherited it. But yet, even if you inherit something, you can change something. But there are several expressions of anger. I I read this uh, oh, years ago, and I can't even remember what book I read it in, but it's a quote from some books, so I'll just say that. They said, the mute, they just let it fester inside them, leading to ulcers. The martyr, who will take all the blame and lead them to depression. 
The maniac just blows up. The manipulator retaliates underhandedly. They have the don't get mad, get even mentality. And you know people like that. I know people like that. I've heard people say, well, I'll get even with them. There are people who react negatively to anything and to everything. And you know people like that. Nothing is good for them, and it continues just to tear at them. It starts messing with their ego, messing with their their lives. And next thing you know, they have to be on medication to calm themselves down. Evidently, the church in Ephesus uh, was dealing with some of that. And I'm telling you, we we I want to read uh, chapter four of of Ephesians, and uh, and I just I think it's something that we need to understand what the Word of God says. And so, at this point, let's read Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty six and twenty seven. Paul's given instruction to the church, and it'll really tell them kind of how to live and what they need to be doing. And this he says: Be angry, and yet. Do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And do not give the devil an opportunity. Well, that's exactly the truth. When we get angry, we give the devil an opportunity to disrupt things in our lives. And we don't want to do that. Paul tells us in this passage, beyond that, we are permitted to be angry. We're permitted to be angry. You can see that. Be angry, he said. But do not sin. Biblical ethics tells us we should be angry when we blatantly watch people who claim to be God living opposite. I think I get more angry at that than anything. People who claim to be holy, claim to be righteous, claim to be just dynamic Christians, and they live like the devil. Unbelievable. Anger gets us all because we should have a righteous anger. Jesus sure had a righteous anger. Ask those at the temple when he cleansed it. Our society, though, has taught us to give in with the attitude of live and let live. And we use the excuse that God knows we're human. You watched God get angry a number of times in the Old Testament when his righteous standards were violated. So much so that he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because they had given into perverse practices. In many passages, people were destroyed because of their disobedience to God. God was very clear in the Word of God about being obedient to Him and about living for Him and about living the best life you can live. You know, He knew that none of us would be perfect. He knew that we would struggle and we'd have trials and tribulations, but He still, He knew that uh, we could do it because we have Him to help us through it, and we need Him. In fact, Deuteronomy, I'm going to look it up, chapter 30, verse 1 through 10. Let me read what it says. So it shall be when of all these things have come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind in all nations where the Lord your God banished you. You return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart, soul, according to all I command you today, you and your sons. Then the Lord your God will restore you from captivity and give you compassion on you and will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. If you're out or at the ends of the earth, from the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you back. And the Lord your God will bring you into the land which your father possesses, and you shall possess it. And he will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. Moreover, the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and in the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, in order that you may live And the Lord your God will inflict all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecute you. And you shall again obey the Lord and observe all his commandments, which I command of you. 
Then the Lord your God will prosper you abundantly in all the work of your hand, in the offspring of your body, and in the offspring of your cattle, and in the produce of your ground. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good, just as you rejoice over your fathers. Listen to this last verse. If you obey the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in the book of the law, if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, that's when he's going to bless you. For this commandment which I command you today is not difficult for you. It is not out of reach. Folks, God wants us to follow his plan for our lives. He does not want us to live in anger. He says, Paul says, be angry, but don't sin. He says often in this passage, if you follow the Lord, all through this passage in Deuteronomy, he says, if you follow the Lord, he will delight in you and he will make you prosperous. Do you want to be prosperous in your life? Do you want to see the power of God move powerfully? Then honor him. If you're having anger issues, give them to him. We need to take a close look at what we get angry about. Is it something against God or against his values? Or is it things in a regular life that set us off? We need to find out the cause. Maybe there is some deep spiritual issue that you're dealing with inside your soul that pushes you to be aggravated at everything. Maybe because you don't spend time alone with God and God is far off to you. Whatever the cause, you must get a handle on it. Have you ever been hurt? I know people have been hurt by the church and from that point on lived in bitterness and anger, allowing the enemy to play games with their minds and not allowing them to be prosperous in the things of God. They must release it and be set free of the bondage that is taking them down spiritually. Are you frustrated? Things are not going your way? You cannot see to find a clear path? Folks, we've all been frustrated, but hopefully not to the point of falling victim to our anger taking us down and allowing us to blow our witness to the lost. Are there insecurities? You feel so inadequate in ways it causes you to be angry with yourself and thus mess with your self-image? Remember, you were created in the image of Almighty God. He has you in his hand. Folks, I'm going to talk all week on anger, and I hope you listen because I hope that all of us can really understand how God wants us to live, and boy, call upon him, and he'll help us with that. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.